Point Hammered is intended for an immature audience. So if you're easily offended, you best get to stepping. But if you'd like to stay, let's, let's get, get hammered. is going on people this is fucking point hammered episode 122 oh yeah oh yeah today is saint patrick's day 2015 <laughs> rogers is looking forward to more corned beef and cabbage getting fucking hammered corned beef for lunch <laughs> cabbage for dessert I'm doubling down at dinner time <laughs> nice you shit nothing but a fucking block of Cabbage and stinky beef. <laughs> Corn beef's good. I don't. It is good. I like it a lot. I don't know why they don't serve it <laughs> the other 364 days of the year. You could just go over to skis and pick some up, you know. Mm-hmm. Well, we're in a new recording area. Yeah, we'll see how this works out. My the... rickety-ass table, sadly. <laughs> I have a better table. It just isn't close at hand, so. Yeah. I'm have to get that for next time. Yeah. If there's any auto audio quality issues... I'm just going to blame this table. You can blame it on me. I don't give a fuck. All right. It is your table. It's true. (laughs) What's been going on? What have you been working on? Anything? Not a lot. I think I've spent maybe half an hour painting. That's about it. Um, Gearing up for Akon, which doesn't... I don't need to do anything for, really. (laughs) I'll be heading out Thursday night after work. What are you doing for Akon? Just the team tournament? Just the teams. And, and then me I'll, on Friday? Yeah. Head down Thursday night. Plan on coming home Saturday. Yeah. It seems like all the HPBs are coming back. Butch is coming back Saturday, too. Me and Bear running Raj Podge down there Thursday. Mm. And then team tourney with you. Then we're done. Coming back Saturday as well. Yeah. But it should be a good time. We're heading down tomorrow night, Wednesday. So that's still three good nights of drinking. <laughs> oh, God. Yeah, <laughs> I'm too old for that shit, buddy. <laughs> it's really weighing on my it's soul gonna, lately. Be a, After Sunday is fucking... This thing's a fucking wild animal. He's pressing his butt into my knee. <laughs> Hold on a sec. What are you doing? Out! I got him listening now. I don't have to yell as much. Yeah? If I point anywhere, he fucking obeys. What was he doing? He was just digging his asshole into my knee as hard as he could. He likes a bun scratch. <laughs> He's a real fan of a bun scratch. <laughs> Probably learned it from his master. It's <laughs> true. Brett! <laughs> Who doesn't like a good bun scratch? <laughs> I've been pretty busy. I've been all over the place with the campaign shit. Yeah. I didn't think I was really going to buy anything for it, but I keep buying, like, boxes of 10 and 15 models just so i can use like one or two for the campaign like i built two forsaken out of that box of 10 and i'm like oh yeah i'm just gonna i'm just gonna build two like that's all i really want to build yeah and someone probably dropped maybe a couple hundred bucks on just random shit over the last few months for the campaign no shit i'm just been all over the place so now i'm trying to just drill down because when you don't have a plan, you just kind of fart around and come up with all these weird conversions and That's stuff. That's the fun part for me. <laughs> yeah, it's been fine, but I'm just like, nah. Each month, I've been spending like 100 bucks. Yeah. I'm like, okay, I just got to figure out what I'm going to do. Latest thing I got was I got a bunch of the old Dumpy, the original Chaos Warriors. Not the single pose, but the first multi-pose 
plastics. Ooh, Probably bad. one of the first box sets to come out from G Dubs. It's probably that or the Empire, like uh, Swordsman or Halberders. Which it has to be one. It has to be one of those two. Yeah. But picked up ten or fifteen of those. I picked up some of the new Chosen, and they actually, I've been going back and trying to rehabilitate these old bastards. <laughs> so I've done two so far. Post them on Twitter. I'll post them in the show notes. Is it? What, and, are, what do these old Chosen look like? They're not like. What's are that? they the metal ones? No, I got some first? new chosen oh. and then old plastic chaos wars because the new chosen models are awesome. Yeah, those dudes with the halberd gray weapons. Sure, and they're actually they're kind of dumpy. They're not super tall, but they're really blocky and they have huge gauntlets and huge shoulder pads and everything else. So they actually fit in really well with the old plastic chaos warriors. I'm kind of wondering if that was their inspiration for them. Yeah, which would make sense. Um. But I was able to, I did two so far, I'm going to do up a few more, but you can um, I repose the arms. What's going on? <laughs> I'm not touching anything. <laughs> it was a goddamn shit show. Um, I was able to uh, use uh, Forsaken, I use their torsos. Yeah. And then I use the legs and arms, and then I use New Chaos Warrior heads. And with reposing of the arms, I was able to put halberds on these dudes. I use... I had Marauder Horsemen plastic kits. I use their spears, just cut them in the middle, and those are like the halves of the halberds. And then I use the Bestigor axes. Yeah. For the for the heads. As in, like the scales, right on. They they both have huge gauntlets, huge shoulder pads. They're about the same height. Using the new helmets, they fit right in. Uh, the the halberds with the Bestigor axes look fucking awesome, so they fit right in. So. I'm probably going to do up, I'll be able to mix and match between these new plastic dudes and then the the metal ones. Yeah. And they're going to look legit. Yeah. They look the fucking cool. used to look pretty chunky and odd. Yeah. For the show notes, I'm going to post a picture of one of the original. Yeah. Because thank, thank goodness the dude, when he assembled them, he just used super glue and didn't use plastic glue. So I was yeah. just able to snap off all the attachments on them, their arms and torsos and shit. Uh, but I got one of the original ones that this dude did compared to the two ones I did and then two chosen. It looks pretty hilarious. Well, I think I'd probably use their, uh, I might put their helmets on some of the chosen because they're really distinctive, like old school with like the horns. Like, and uh, they're kind of more pointy. Yeah. They're not beaky. They're not like the old beaky space marines, but they're more pointed. <laughs> Where every Chaos Warrior now has that nice curved helmet. Yeah. And there's, like, not really any variation from that. Well, there used to be a few different variations that they had, so I'm going to put sure. those on some of the... Just get some more beakies, dude. <laughs> I used to like those. Those are fucking nostalgic. Yeah, now. these are, like, the equivalent of the Chaos Warrior beakies. <laughs> it's fucking old-school classic. Mm-hmm. Other than that, I'm going to try to slap some paint down. Fine. Yeah. I've been two months of just converting and ticking around. So I've been basing stuff, just deciding. Because we're already, we got another day at 200 points, and then we'll be moving on to 300. So I'm trying to figure out what that 300-point list is going to look like. So I can have everything assembled, based, and then hopefully some of it I can start painting. But mostly, you know, I'm just kind of doing whatever the fuck I feel like. So I'm going to have a unit of like a little four-pack of Demonettes, a little two-pack of Hounds, a little four-pack of Beastmen. I'm going to take two Demonettes 
on the steeds of Slanash, the rider wines, and then the maybe two flamers, two screamers. So I'm not really, I don't have any really full units in mind. Yeah. Like I have enough chosen. What's the minimum size on it? Is it a five or a ten? I'm sure it's five because you used to see or you see five packs running around. Mm-hmm. Well, that'll probably be the only legal unit I have. Well, yeah. I'm not going to put a five pack together because I won't have the point caps, but I'll be building five, probably five Chaos Warriors total. Yeah. I'll just mix and max the chosen, and then I'm working on a Raj general model. <laughs> oh, God. I've got an on foot and a mounted version. <laughs> it's looking pretty cool so far. I don't think I'm going to have it done in time for Harkening. the show notes, so I'm not going to talk about it. Yeah. Harkening back to the Dogs of War Raj character. <laughs> Are you using the same head? Did you just pop it off and keep it? No, I'm doing like the... Uh, like the kind of Indian, like exotic type oh, theme. Oh, yeah, that's right. And that'll be... Uh, R-A-J ref- Raj. Yeah, that'll be reflected in the Chaos Warriors, all the warrior stuff I'm doing. Yeah. Kind of have an exotic, kind of different feel to it. I'm going to talk about that a little later. But we uh, we had another campaign day. We did. Let's talk a little bit about that. Uh-huh. It was the start of the official second month of the campaign. It was. So we did... Originally, we did like a, just a week zero, kind of like a little precursor, yeah, just to get everybody going. And then we played one full month, and then this is the second month, so we were at two hundred points this time, yeah. And we played some fucking games. We kicked off. So if you've been following the rules and stuff, each month is like a campaign year. So the first time we get together is the start of the campaign year. Mm-hmm. We play through the opening uh, turns. We go do some excursions, then we take a break. We reconvene in two weeks to finish the excursions, and then we kind of wrap up the year. So this time we started with the uh, Trial of Champions. Again, which is how we started the first night. Yep. Butcher made a sweet ring for it. Yeah, we'll have pictures of that in the show notes. It's like an 18-inch circle. He's going to have little columns with each of the four uh, gods of chaos represented. He has like a classic demon model. <laughs> it's going to be fucking sweet as hell once he's done with it. Yeah. Uh, which he's planning to after Akon. This one was interesting. I had a 50 point unit cap, and the rest of you schmoes had 25. Yep. Uh, which really um, just means you had a fucking well, cool character, right? No, I had a chosen champion uh, when everybody else just had a chosen or a chaos warrior champion. As a general. Yeah. Unfortunately, it didn't work out because I kept on. I won my last few games, so I had to keep playing Zinch. Yeah. If I had lost, I would have switched to Nurgle, so I would have been able to drop a Blight King into the General's Challenge. <laughs> it could have been pretty brutal. As it was, it was a good fight. Being a that one extra attack basically didn't really amount to a hill of beans. Took right. took you out. You charged in. Yeah, uh, this guy both kind frenzy of check. flubbed our shit. Had a draw, and then. Took you down, and then I went into Bear's guy. I think I flanked or reared him. Maybe it was head to head. And then he took you out. Yeah, because he had some. It's kind always of kind of dicey. Yeah, yeah. He's got two of those actually. So for those head to heads, that's pretty good. Yeah. I've got I got one that gives a minus initiative, but <laughs> I didn't I didn't get it. But so he took out me, and then did Andrew and Bear have a fight? I think they did. I think Andrew took out Butcher. No, I played against Butcher. Oh, you mean in that in that game? Yeah, it was in the trial. Yeah. And then 
Well, Andrew was way off by me all on his own. Mm-hmm. I think Bear took out Butcher next, oh, and, and then, then he went after Andrew. And then Andrew that's went, right. ran over towards him and got schmucked as well. Yeah, Bear's fucking frenzied. Not <laughs> a fucking killing yeah. spree. <laughs> Killed my dude. Killed Butcher's guy. He overran into the wall of the arena. So Andrew got to slink up behind him. <laughs> but uh, I think Bear managed to go, turn around, and then it was a head-to-head. Yeah. And Pierre Dice rolling. Andrew's What's... never going to succeed. No. The fucking journeyman. No. Flubbed it for the second time. That's how it, the, the first trial champions in month one ended when Andrew flubbed the dice rolls on the troll. Yeah. Bear's frenzy general took him out. <laughs> anyways, right. So for winning the general's challenge uh trial of champions bear got the location of a powerful artifact <laughs> which is so this is a way to kind of work in scratch built stuff without because yeah. i could easily just go wild and throw in all kinds of crazy shit but i just tried to stick to the magic items and mutations and stuff from the book but this one i wanted to throw in some kind of a card that was also it was like a weapon and then also a resource so it counts as a magic weapon. It's this the scepter of transmutation, and it's a it's a power level two magic item. It counts as, and it's no armor saves. And then the armor save of the opponent is what it wounds on. So it's like the lower metal spell. Yeah. Um, and then if you have it in your deck during the construction phase, you can build a uh, building with one less gold than normal because you can you know, turn some shit into gold <laughs> hypothetically with the scepter. So Bear got the location of that. So he had an extra target card over yeah. everybody else. So when everybody is deciding where they wanted to go, he had this extra card that he could use whenever he wanted. Um, he ended up using it right away because probably for the best because he probably want to use it when there's the least number of players. So yeah. it looks like if everybody shows up next time, there'll be two extra guys or uh, one, at least one more guy. So it was just uh, you, me, the journeyman, bear, and butcher. Yep. So it was just five. Five out of the seven made it. So he probably is good to use it. Um, the first turn, people probably got in for slaves and gold. But um, what did you pick for your first, I needed for the first excursion? Because the first thing we did was build, because mm-hmm. that's what we do at the beginning of a year. But I didn't have any slaves, so I couldn't build anything. Oh, you had some gold. I had some gold and some glory, but it turns out missing a few days sets you back because you can't really do anything. Mm-hmm. And you need to be able to expand your army size or your unit size to be competitive. At least it felt that way to me. Plus, I can build Monster's Cav, but I just can't build a unit big enough to be one of the Monster's <laughs> Cav slots. So, yeah, so I didn't build shit. I was hosed by that. And then... Um, yeah, I don't know. We'll see. So I went to go get some slaves because that's okay. what I need to be able to build. The so next Butcher thing. was after some slaves too. Yeah, and then the other flop was Bear went for this artifact. Now Andrew he went for uh, some mutations. I went for magic items, but uh, because of that secret location, me and Andrew got to ambush Bear on his way. Yeah, over there. So we got to deviate from our normal area well, and go first. after Bear. Did you still get resources for the normal area? No. Okay. So we forego, forwent those, forgone those, whatever the fucking word is. <laughs> forwent. <laughs> <laughs> forwent. The resources to have a crack at the scepter. Yeah. So we had a three-way game. It was Battle for the Artifact. Bear, 
he should have been more aggressive. He's using that troll attached yeah. to his general. So mm-hmm. it's a fucking badass little unit. And at 200 points, he still has a lot of other stuff, too. Yeah. Where before at 100, like, he had that and then just a couple beastmen, and, like, that was it. <laughs> uh, and so he pushed for the center, but he didn't push uh, quick enough. So my general was a Blight King in this one because uh, I had a 50-point unit cap over everybody. Um, and my general is finally able to Nurgle. So I also, and I also took a flamer, which actually I was kind of thinking it might be Dicky, but you got to roll D six shots. You, you know, even if you take a champion, usually hitting on like fives. Yeah. So we didn't really do that much. Maybe killed like one unit per game. It was intimidating though. It controlled the part of the field. Yeah. Uh, so I was able to pick off the Beastman easily yeah. from Bear. And then Andrew just kind of held back and didn't do shit. He just hung in his corner and shot with his little Ungor Bowman. Didn't really do anything. Uh, so my Black King got to the metal, grabbed the item, and started pulling back. And then um, the way it works, just to keep everything moving, is whenever there's multiple games going and one game ends, then the other one will automatically end on the next turn. Yeah. So your game with Butch was over. It was over on, like, turn two. Okay, yeah, because you're... Okay, so you're probably using the Dickiest list, which is nothing but Chaos Warriors with Halberds. No. A few hand weapon guys in there, Shield, because they're painted, and then Nurgle and Corn. So you got to be kind of... I have a bunch of three units of two Warhounds as well. Yeah, so that's probably one of the most powerful things you could take. So you got to be kind of... my models again. (laughs) Yeah. Um... So you got to be kind of canny going up against that. So I'd say, I'd say three of your four opponents, <laughs> potential opponents, would not be canny enough to go against that buzzsaw. <laughs> As when I saw Butcher deploying on the right up on the 12-inch line, 12 inches away from all your warriors. Then he, he had his general, who was a chosen in a unit of three gores oh, and he just boy. pushed them straight forward as far as they could go <laughs> to get the artifact. And I had eight individual guys and they all just charged him some in the flank some in the front and just <laughs> mowed him down and once his general was dead i think it might have been turn one it was over but once his general was dead that's the end of the scenario because you can't win so well if you kill the other person's general then you could, can go back just, to vp but yeah he just gave up so. <laughs> and i had taken out a bunch of his ancillary ship <laughs> as well mm-hmm. so <laughs> yeah that's fine. So you guys were over quick. Real quick. And then um, yeah. I think it works for the best because then in those three-player games, you just got to push really hard. Yeah. Push your ship like you don't want to pussyfoot around because you're not going to be able to take the objectives. Right. Stuff like that. So you took that one, got some resources. Got some slaves. Stole a, stole, stole a card from Butch. Yep. You remember what card you got? I don't remember. Okay. My stack's sitting on my computer downstairs. I've as yet failed to report my card yeah, stack to Raj. Yeah, you need to report in here. <laughs> yeah. So... Um, I was able to kill some of the bear stuff, pulled off of the artifact. In that scenario, if you get the artifact, it's such a large boost. It's like an extra 150 victory points yeah. um, that you're going to get it. So took that one. Um, let's go to round two, second excursion. What would you do for that one? Um, so our scenario was where there were tokens in each quarter of the table. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I don't remember where the hell I went. You ended up. Uh, picking the same thing as bear. I think I went for gold, though. Yeah, that's I'd, what I needed more of. I think I think you did. You went for gold. Um, Andrew and Butcher went for slaves again, and then I went to scoop up um, some magic items or mutations. I can't remember. So then I was able to ambush one of you guys. Yeah. Um, and I went after you because I didn't. 
You'd, I think you'd won all your games so far. And I felt I beat up on Butcher and I had Journeyman and Naf. But I had one in Just a, the trials. Did not have any shadows of defeat. <laughs> yeah. So I went after you because I didn't want you beating up on Bear. <laughs> Although it ended up being both of us kind of beating up on, beeping Bear. Up on Bear a little bit. and then, uh, But Bear. So I came out just barely ahead on uh, VP tokens, actually, in this one. I had a nice early lead. Yeah, you did. I'm quick. like, ah, oh, shit, I got to push it here. <laughs> but the Flamer came back. I got my fucking slithy tongue, came out, and killed one of your yeah. warriors. Yeah. So I started getting... a warrior every time it shoots at me. <laughs> it's kind of dead. You got to roll four plus to hit. It doesn't three matter. Plus to every work. time it shoots. Because yeah. I fucking dissed the slithy tongue so much over the years. <laughs> <laughs> now I'm going to take it in the keister every time. Uh-huh. Fucking tossing my salad. Yeah, so you pushed early. You were fucking crushing Bearer. Yeah, I was, was on the other side. All he had left was his, a couple harpies guarding his objective. So there's four different objectives on this board. Again, the triumph and treachery scenario. They this were harpies or they were demons? Yeah, they're harpies. Oh. He's using fury models because that's yeah. all he has. He doesn't have demons unlocked. Yeah, I was pushing like three chaos warriors at him, one of yeah. which was my general. <laughs> if you had made one of those charges, you probably would have took it in the end. Yeah. Uh, or it would have been close. Um, you think you were down like 40 or 50 VPs maybe. Yeah, it was. Because I think I'd have with like 120, maybe in Barrett 110. Because at the end turn, he just put down all your available warriors into his troll and his general. Yeah. <laughs> I just had to get lucky yeah. to make something happen. Now, if you can, if you had a champion, if you, um, I think going against that unit would be okay. Because yeah. Chaos has to issue and accept challenges. So you wouldn't ever have to fight the troll. And hopefully you could you skunk the it. dude and yeah. then just it'd be steadfast on a four. But hopefully you could skunk it. Because the troll is powerful. It vomits. And then if it botches that, it has a strength five stomp. So it's like a little chaos warrior killer. So you got to get lucky just to stand up to it. Yeah, so your shit went in, bounced off. Yeah. I think it was just outright killed. Well, you were helping him with cards, too. Yeah. You're getting a little fired up. <laughs> <laughs> I like to fucking put on an act. Last time, Andrew kept doing that to me, so I got up his ass real good. Yeah. Part of the reason I go to this night is to talk a lot of shit and be an asshole to everybody. <laughs> yeah, that's kind of how it came across. <laughs> <laughs> that's where I get my kicks. Yeah. So you end up killing a couple of your warriors, took, took an extra objective, but in the end, he was still a little bit short because yeah. so much of his stuff got killed. Uh, but that was a good one. Yeah, it was fun. I don't know what went down in Butcher and... I think Butcher. And I think when Butcher game. and Journeyman go head to head, Butcher usually takes it out. It's a real fucking retard slap fest going yeah. on over there. Both these games were the first games where spells were cast as well. Oh, yeah, you did cast the fucking Nurgle's Rot. The Rot, Glorious Rot. You son of a bitch. So, like the Reign of Chaos stuff, they kind of go off as spells. You still got to roll dice. Yeah. So, hit all your shit on a six, managed to kill a unit of Warhounds. Yeah. 10 points. That put me over, man. Yeah. I think Andrew cast something in his game as well. Yeah. So me and him both have a bunch of spells. Um, Bear said he's actively attempting to avoid them. He's just, Magic? Yeah, he just, just wants to keep it simple. <laughs> so he, he does have a spell card. I'm going to try to scoop it up from him. I'm at actively the end of the avoiding year. building any more models. <laughs> You've seen the downstairs of my house, which yeah. is fucking completely gutted. It's fucking so destroyed. I got some shit going on here. Anyways, so that's, that's the campaign beat. Yeah, you can check heat, out... A hoot. The uh, the blog post will have the latest stats of uh, all the buildings that have been constructed, what we have in progress, the different items we have, everything else, a few juicy comments from the competitors so far. But mm. that's it. Let's move on. Email of the week. Email of the whistle. Yeah, this one's pretty hilarious. All right. We got Vince Nats. 
He's from Germany. Yeah. <laughs> Can you talk in a German? <laughs> the whole time I will talk in the German <laughs> accent. <laughs> I don't know. I don't think anyone actually is German in that accent. I think the accent has changed over the years. Yeah, Because I, I know so. German exchange students, and they have an accent, but they don't sound like that. God, I'm trying to remember. We used to have German friends come over once in a while. Uh, yeah, a I can't, can't think of it. Yeah, anyways. <laughs> Hello, HPBs. No. <laughs> Just kidding. <laughs> hey, HPBs. <laughs> this is Vince writing in from Germany. First off, over the last couple of months, I've become a huge fan of the podcast. I've burned through about 40 episodes now, starting oh, with the latest while painting on my Warriors and prepping for the last couple of tournaments. I really dig all the music picks and recommendations for books and TV so- shows. I just came back from two three-game one-day tournaments this weekend and felt like I had the Johnny Hastings syndrome, (laughs) apart from the scary similarities of me not only shaving my head, but having two annoying cats, being into rockabilly music, and having large parts of my body tattooed, as well as wasting my life on this Warhammer stuff. Because of six... Because out of six matchups, I had to face Dark Elves in three out of six games. But the last game, I was like, you got to be fucking kidding me. (laughs) On the roster of the people who already signed up for the next tournament I'm going to attend, I saw this Goldman guy, the dude who's Warhawk Riders oh, badass. Out during one of the last episodes, <laughs> and thought to myself, God damn it, guess he's going to snatch up the best painted for this one. So why not stop smearing little snow mountains on my bases and ride into the point hammer bros? <laughs> Anyways, That'd be awesome to see yeah. <laughs> a fucking army in person. <laughs> Anyways, concerning your question of the month, I've recently participated in a couple Warhammer campaigns, one of which culminated in a seven-people TNT, which turned out just the fucking mess you would think it was going to be. I ended up playing a Skullcrusher Death Star, feeling really nasty and smart about bringing it, but at the sight of it, everyone else was like, fuck no, I'm not having none of that, (laughs) and stayed the fuck (laughs) away from it all game, which made it super uneventful for me, for which I probably got no one to blame for but myself. The game aggravated about a third of the participants to the point where a couple of high elf spearmen were thrown angrily, angrily across the board. <laughs> <laughs> the same high elf player was stabbed in the back by his own girlfriend's wood elves and got so mad after they left everyone was taking bets whether him and his girl would break up <laughs> after this furious game of TNT. I also recently played a game, played a Storm of Chaos campaign, going by the 2004 campaign book depicting a chaos invasion into Midland. We chose a small campaign tree, which was supposed to be only three to five games or so, and ended up not playing the last game since it would have been either a big victory for the Empire or a minor victory for the Empire. Anyways, now we got this campaign planned, with about four or five participants as an excuse to paint up one of our armies we didn't manage to finish just yet. I'm rocking my House Lannister-themed Bretonians. I feel like I've seen that somewhere. I just hope that concerning the aim of finishing my Bretts, my scary similarities of the biography of Mr. Hastings will not stay as historically accurate as they, as they have been in the past. Suck my balls. <laughs> yeah, that was pretty solid. That's fucking fun. Yeah. Sounds like solid campaign experience. <laughs> All right. So we got voicemail of the motherfucking week here. Mm-hmm. Fellow podcast calling in with oh. the previous question of the week. All right. Let's throw let's it in there. Fucking drop this motherfucker in. What's up, fellas? Jeff Swan with the Lone Hammer Podcast down here in the South. Just calling in for your guys' uh, question of the week uh, for the end times and how it's affecting your hobby. So I was just calling up to, to put my two cents in. Um, I've uh, I've got my whole Demon's Army all done up. I'm working on a Dragon Ogre themed uh, Warriors of Chaos army right now that I'm like a quarter of the way through and losing steam on because don't know 
if it's going to be even viable uh, next uh, next edition. But uh, more importantly, I have a crazy cool all Slayer army idea that I've been I've been really wanting to do. I've been playing it a whole bunch, but it's one of those things like it, are dwarves going to be part of Empire next edition? Are they going to be part of Ogres next edition? What what they're going to have available to them? Um, so. It's, I've got a ton of cool ideas, and I have most of the models ready to roll, but it's like one of those things that I would be on that train going ahead and finishing those up, painting them up to my standards, but who knows what's going to happen next edition, and who knows if I'm even going to be able to play dwarves as a dwarf army. So, hitting you guys up. That's my beat. Talk to you later. All right. Well, thanks for writing in, Jess. Yeah. Appreciate that shit. Thanks for the feedback. It's always interesting to <laughs> see how people's hobbies affected. Although the last, we're a little bit behind because we skipped the voicemail last time, but mm. the Archon, Archeon, Archon book has uh, dropped, and I think it's confirmed all the bubble stuff, hasn't it? I don't know. I don't know. I haven't paid. I haven't picked up it. any. I don't care. <laughs> I'm all my dead, so I can just quit the fucking. All house. my anti book information has been gleaned from Twitter. <laughs> Did someone uh, deliver a PDF version yet? <laughs> I haven't seen one. I haven't seen one either, buddy. Uh, all right. Well, let's. Uh, so he'll get an entry into the Wapaka contest for 2016. Yeah, bring him on up. Yo yo. Event of the week. What fucking do you got? Rock Wars drop, man. Rock Wars. Registration's open. Yeah. Fucking ton of Midwest guys going. That's in Little Rock? Yeah. What, September 11th and 13th. Oh, no shit. Wasn't yeah. that going to be your wedding day? <laughs> no, that's close. <laughs> <laughs> Obviously, you know, he's scooping up those. <laughs> those cheap just, venues. Those cheap venue days, yeah. <laughs> Taking advantage of Roger's fucking cheap-ass <laughs> suggestions here. <laughs> yeah. So that looks like it's going to be a lot of fun. Yeah. Um, too bad we won't be able to attend because we're going to head down to Alamo. Yeah, which is going to be right? November. Yeah, that's the plan. Okay. So, I haven't seen registration Yeah, yet, registration but. staff hasn't dropped yet, but for those thinking about going, we uh, are planning to go. If we can get Planning in, we'll committing. sign up. <laughs> <laughs> so right. that's, that's, that's what we're shooting for. Yep. Alamo. So that means we're going to be out for North Star. Yeah. It kind of sucks. I missed North Star last year, too. Depending on when Screw City is. It's uh, going to be, be on my honeymoon. Wasn't it in, like, October last year? Oh, that's September? right. You pushed it. Yeah. Yeah, we'll see. It's going to be around wedding time. I got wedding. Alamo. Might be out of that one, too. Late August as well, so we'll see. Yeah, whatever. We'll sort it out when it happens. But uh, Anyways, yeah, I'll have a link up to the Rock Wars website. Here you go. Show notes. Moving along. Been listening, reading anything? Uh, I just finished reading... Factotum by Bukowski. You ever read any Bukowski? No. It's like a, I'm familiar. I'm a classic American poet and writer. Um, the book was written in 75, Factotum was, and it's just about one of his favorite characters to write about, this guy named Chinaski, who, he's like a young guy, he's a writer, it's during World War II, mm-hmm. and he's got some issue, they never really say what, but he doesn't go to war, so he just bums around the country He'll work a job for like two days and get drunk and lose it. And just, he's pretty much just a waste, though. He just gets drunk, <laughs> bangs lots of chicks, gets <laughs> fucked up, and just fucking living the dream, tries man. to like co- concoct some gambling scam at the horse tracks. And it's really, it's a really quick read, but if you've never read any Bukowski, it's definitely worth picking up just to burn through some interesting Americana there. Mm. <laughs> 
Is it a long read? Is it no, it's like, difficult? Is it easy? Real easy. Two hundred and seven pages, double double spaced, so it goes pretty fast. But um, yeah, I don't know. I recommend it, but don't, you know, <laughs> it's just this real fucking. It's a wacky story. It doesn't really even go anywhere. It's just this guy getting drunk and having sex and just being a fucking pig. <laughs> <laughs> he gets so wasted, he just fucks himself out, goes a little crazy. It's it's, it's wacky, but. My first okay. dabble into some Bukowski. So. Good deal. What do you got, buddy? I've been doing a little dabbling as well. I figured I've been reading too many fantasy novels, so I wanted to mix it up. Yeah. So I started looking at fantasy novels written by female authors. <laughs> Just mix it up. <laughs> do those exist? <laughs> they do. There's quite a few. Okay. I've actually probably gone through probably about five or six of them. Yeah. And just this is over the last few months, so this has been going on um, while I'm reading and listening to other things as well. Mm-hmm. A few have been okay. A few have been pretty atrocious. You can see on the uh, Books for Bastards blog posts, a few of these made it into my uh, un- unrecommended <laughs> books to start. <laughs> yeah. There's a lot of weird vampire shit going on uh, with the chicks. Anyways, I did find one that was really good. And I read the first book in the series, which is called Transformation. Yeah. And then I'm on the second book in the series now, Revelation. And that's by Carol Berg. And it's like the the Rai uh, Kira series, which is like in the lore of her world. That's uh, like the name for a demon kind of thing. Okay. It's really cool. It starts out really different from a lot of other fantasy books. Uh, like this guy is like a slave. Yeah. And it's like first person perspective. Okay. And he ends up getting becoming like the personal slave to like the emperor and waiting. And they they kinda hate each other. <laughs> but then like they kinda grows into like the ultimate bromance. And like the <laughs> he he uh he's got like a sorceress kind of background. Yeah. He's like people are all killed and driven off and he's one of the last of them. Um but the emperor starts tangling with these demons and uh, this main character dude is like the only one who is actually aware of what's going on. Okay. So he kind of ends up helping him, even though he doesn't really like the guy. <laughs> and the bromantic. The bromance uh, forms. Forms. Forms strong. And by the end, they're like riding out after each other. They're fucking blowing and, each and other by the end. <laughs> no. I think you could read into it. They both have wives or girlfriends. And, AKA and beards. <laughs> beards. <laughs> you could definitely read into it if you wanted to. Uh, it has like the most terrible cover of any book I've ever seen. There's like this weird, like this angelic dude. Was when the the magic's kind of interesting. Like like they go inside people's minds and like you challenge the demon to kind of like expunge them. Yeah, so it's kind of like a body snatchers thing, okay. which usually I don't like. But uh, so like you go inside their mind and you kind of battle for the soul of the person. And then the dude he develops wings in there. So in the cover, there's like this weird, like angelic-looking dude with wings. And it's like super homoerotic, <laughs> kind of crappy art. But anyways, the series is fucking good. I spent probably a month on this last book. It's called Spirit Gay, which I'm not even really going to talk about. Spirit Gay. Spirit Gate. Oh, okay. <laughs> you said Spirit Gay. And it took like a month to get through it. Um, yeah. And. I've just been reading the second book in this trilogy for a couple of days. I'm already like 200 pages in. Yeah. So I've just been fucking burning through it. Uh, that's how good it is. Nice. Compared to some of the last things I've been reading. So I enjoyed it a lot. Right. I'll have a link up to that. Cool. Moving on. Yeah, man. All right. Current obsession. So 
I did start watching House of Cards, but I'm only a few episodes in, so we'll talk uh, about that yeah, later. Next time. I'm about I'm yeah. about eight in. I uh I have been fucking hooked on some hardcore history, my friend. <laughs> Blueprint for Armageddon is so fu- it's the five like four and a half to five hour long episodes yeah, about long. World War One. And it's fucking insanely good. Holy shit. If you have not listened to hardcore history and you have any interest, even if you don't think you have an interest, just fucking Download episode one, mm-hmm. put it on when you're doing whatever the fuck you're doing, and you'll be like, holy shit, man. That's Just good. the way the war builds. There's a, there's so much shit. Like, I never really knew too much about World War One. so insanely fucking good. I cannot say... I'm... I'm after I'm out. out of these, these are free ones. After I'm out of Hardcore History, I'm just going to buy everything he has. Nice. Yeah, yeah it's definitely worth it's it. Total, that dude deserves some fucking cash. He's been working on these for... Yeah. I think they've been coming out over the last year and a half, almost yeah. two years. But I mean, if you think about it, they're four or five hours each. There's five of them. Yeah. There's going to be at least one more, potentially two. Um, Tell me I don't getting... have the complete series? No, I don't think so. God I think damn it. Uh, he hasn't even gotten like the Spanish flu or anything. He was going to digress for an hour about that. <laughs> um, so the... Yeah, there's another one to go. Yeah. When you think about the work he puts in, like there's like a 25-hour audio book, yeah. basically, and he's doing all the research. Essentially, it is a book. Oh, yeah. Um, so you know, it takes authors a couple of years to write a book. Yeah. So you know, it's not it's not five months in between podcasts. Like <laughs> It's like five months in between major sections of a book. <laughs> he's putting out as fast as he can. Yeah. Well, it's um, so fucking good. Mm-hmm. I can't say enough about it. Yeah. Each then, one, time one comes out, then you almost have to go back and just re-listen to all of them to yeah. kind of pick up where you right, left right, off. Right. Yeah. Super, super cool. I've been so stoked. I was walking today, like right before you came to my desk to pick me up for this. Just walking, listening to it. I couldn't even focus on work. I was so into <laughs> it. It was the big naval battle, like the only big naval battle in 1916 of the war. Oh, really? And when the Germans finally steamed out, they got a new admiral. I don't so think they I might. Out. I must have not listened to that one. It's the third or fourth one. I think okay. it's, but they steamed Maybe out in forgot, full yeah. force to confront the yeah. British. And they were going to lay a trap, but the British had all their communications hacked. And then the, They've always the British got the fucked it up. Fucking communications edge. The British fucked it up, and then the Germans almost trapped them again. But then the Germans end up getting trapped twice, and then they hightailed it for home. <laughs> but they still kind of won because they yeah, sunk more, yeah. more of those big ships than the than the British did. But goddamn, is that Do shit that. good? And then just the stories of the trenches. He he tries to tell the personal story, like the the men on the ground actually fighting it. So he's reading letters from soldiers and getting a real what it was like to be there and going in, into d- detail about that kind of stuff. And when the war first started, the Allies were collecting those German helmets with the spikes. Mm-hmm. But once the trench warfare started, they realized the best thing to do was shit and piss in them and throw them as far away from the trench as you could <laughs> just because the place was a fucking cesspool. And there's so many just dead bodies everywhere laying around. It's fucking horrific, dude. What can we say, dude? It's just fucking hardcore, man. <laughs> it's fucking hardcore history. So anyways, softcore history shit. That's my offering. This is it's full on crotch. insane. Crotch shots here. <laughs> no fucking panties on mm-hmm. this stripper. <laughs> I, I'm sad to say I'm back on the fucking ROM situation here. I'm playing a Nintendo game, right. Destiny of an Emperor. Oh, I remember this. Have you ever heard of that one? Yeah, I played that as a kid. Dude, my friend played it as a kid, and I never knew what the name of it was. Yeah. So then, I like years later, I've been trying to find out what it was. Destiny and then of the finally, Emperor was the second name. There was a different name for it, right? Uh, let's see if we're thinking of the same game. It's like, Hold on, you I'll play as uh, Lou Bay. 
Chang yeah. Fai and Guan Yu. <laughs> so it's like a romance of the Three Kingdoms thing. That's what it was. Yeah, the Three Kingdoms or something like that. Well, there's a there's a turn-based strategy games. Is that what you're thinking of? This one's no, like a role-playing definitely game. Definitely a role-playing game. Okay, yeah, we're thinking of the same one. Then. It's for NES, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, but it's really fucking fun. It's pretty cool. Um, Maybe that is just what it was. It's like those romance of the Three Kingdoms and Dynasty Warriors. So the story's kind of familiar. There's like Lu Bu, like Yan Shu, Yan Shai, like the same names over and over. (laughs) Like all you know about these people is just the names. Yeah. And you're like, uh, Lu Bu's a badass. That's all I know. Because I remember him kicking my ass in Dynasty Warriors. (laughs) He's pretty badass in this. This game is fucking cool. There's like a hundred different characters. So it's a Nintendo game, but... There's so many different characters. They level up. There's kind of like tactics. So you pick a strategist for your dudes. The way it works is you got a guy, and then his the number of troops he has is like the hit points of the guy. Yeah. <laughs> so you got like 3,000 troops. That's like your hit points. So it's kind of like Final Fantasy, but it's like a big war. And then you have a strategist, and you can kind of use like these tactics, which are like kind of like magical spells. You use fire. There's one, there's like a water one, but you always have to be near a river to use it. <laughs> like it's, it's really fucking detailed. And then it, um, you get different equipment and shit like that. And then you go around. So the first part of the game, you're like creating like the shoe kingdom that Lu Bei is in charge of. Yeah. And then once you finally do that, it's cool because then it like jumps forward in time, like 20 years. And then, like, when the other two kingdoms rise, and then it's, like, all-out war. Yeah. So, like, you have some of the same guys, and the, but then you have, like, Zhang Fei and Guan Yu's kid. kids join up. So you have all these younger guys, too. So you're kind of carrying over stuff. And then the battles are super fucking hard. <laughs> but I got the screenshots up here. It's yeah, the pr- pretty nostalgic for me. The progression is kind of crazy because you start out with, like, 100 dudes. And then right now my armies are, like, 3,000 guys each. But then I'm fighting the just the random enemies that show up. Yeah. So you, you, you're fighting, like, random rebel forces and stuff. Even when you're in caves, there's, like, these huge armies that show up <laughs> and fight you. <laughs> like, it, it is, like, a role-playing game. Yeah. But all my dudes have 3,000 hit points now. But, like, in the random battles in, like, the the Wu Kingdom, which I'm invading, like, the dudes got, like, 10,000 hit points each. <laughs> and, like, they can heal themselves. It's a fucking... Nightmare. I'm gonna have to do do some grinding here. Level up my bros. <laughs> so, yeah, that's kind of a just a weird, fun, addicting, kind of like a role playing game, kind of like the uh, the Master of Monsters. Oh yeah, kind of thing. Yeah, because you, once you can see some progression in your own guys, that's how they fucking hook you. Mm-hmm. Then you're just walking around fighting rebels and <laughs> trying to get. Yeah, them so some of your guys can progress, but then like you can just recruit dudes too. Yeah, that are really awesome. But dude, is that the one where you defeat people and they'll come on your side? Sometimes. Yeah, you can, if you can give them like money yeah. or like a fine horse, <laughs> you always want to load up on steeds because <laughs> you never know when you might need to recruit a dude to your side. The fine horse. Yeah, it's fucking fun. Anyways. Right. <laughs> Back to the ROMs for Raj. Yeah, nice. music pick. All right, moving on. Mo- Johnny's that- music pick. So this is going to be Shaky Graves. The song is called Pansy Waltz. It's like some fucking bluesy, mm-hmm. southerny shit. It's really fucking good. Um, song's 3 minutes, 33 seconds. So if you fucking hate it, skip ahead, dickweed. <laughs> Well, he's out of 
season and a single lord with master's family thinking you must be getting his feathers wet. Well, she always seems to be the top until she drops you like a rock. Well, you should have been a better friend to him. Well, I busted all the bones out of my yard. I fixed the screen door, raised the barn, but still you call me from the moon every single afternoon. Tell me all about the astronauts you come to love and how the earth looks from above and how I should have been a better friend to you. But I never seen life as a treasure for fine. I've read the news, abused the blues, and often wondered why. My smile remains. History. What do you got, brother? <laughs> Should we just do that introduction every time you're out of breath? Right. Johnny's Point Hammered History. <laughs> we need somebody to make little intro clips for each of these. Well, then we got to edit them in. Yeah. That's I it. didn't say we were going to use them. I'm just saying somebody's got to make them. If they were really good, we would use them. But. It would increase editing time, yeah. which we, we have honed. We barely have enough time yeah. to record these. Anyways, Rogers, Point Hammer History. This one, this one's kind of dumb, but <laughs> I've had people come up to me 
and talk about my super sweet Nord voice that I use from time to time. Ugh, God. And um, <laughs> it's actually not my nerd voice because you remember there used to be a guy at the old Jayco hobby shop who actually seriously like this is how he talks. <laughs> Which guy was he? Because there was a group of like these Mage Knight players. Uh. This is like 2002, <laughs> 2003, 2004. Okay. Remember they would show up. We'd show up every Saturday, and they'd yeah. show up every Saturday, <laughs> and then we would just kind of pretend the other group didn't exist, <laughs> and we'd play Warhammer. I would personally appreciate if no one would encourage the use of this fucking voice. <laughs> the nerd voice? <laughs> Jesus Christ. Yeah. So, I was just impersonating him, because yeah. he had a really interesting voice. <laughs> Anyways, well. I remember one time, um, you know, that pisser was right off. The yeah. main gaming room? Yeah. So I was in there taking a piss one day. And maybe you were on the outside. I don't know. Maybe you can give me some perspective if you remember this event. But anyways, those Mage Knight guys were doing something. And then that guy, must something funny happened. And he was like, <laughs> like laughing really weird like that. I, I don't and then when that. I was in the bathroom, I heard it. <laughs> and then I like to mimic things. So I just started laughing like that <laughs> in the bathroom. Oh and I guess it was really awkward because everybody could hear me in there, <laughs> <laughs> mimicking his laughter. I did not. And uh, this. yeah, I remember Mason was telling me that, uh. and he was like, you know, a couple hours later when I got out, I was quiet, didn't notice anything. But he's like, a couple hours later, he's like, yeah, when you were in the bathroom and you did that laugh, everybody could hear you, <laughs> and then I got deathly quiet <laughs> and nobody said anything for like 15 minutes until you came out <laughs> well you're in there for 15 minutes taking a I piss oh. it's a fucking story you asshole <laughs> all right anyways anyways that's the origin of the nerd voice can we just pretend this stuff if you call in to the hobby line using this voice johnny would appreciate it <laughs> no i wouldn't <laughs> i might punch you in the fucking neck <laughs> all right Fucking blog pick. blog pick. I hope we haven't talked about this one, but you might have. I don't remember. I'm going to call out the... Did you call out the Riders of the Dead? Because he posted some final picks. I did. On March 2nd. You didn't do it since the final picks went up, though. Oh, I don't think these are the final ones. Oh. Well, there's a big 1,500-point army finished Riders of the Dead post with a complete mm -hmm. listing of everything he's done. He's already working on some great swords now. Oh, yeah. All right. Well, John Kerr's working on this, and... What caught my eye most is this fucking sweet-ass Ice Queen Chariot. Finally, a reason to take the Dragonhide banner, my friend. <laughs> <laughs> Old school. He's, he's making Immunity, like these, that ice magic. I don't know how he's doing it, but he's making like these clear sides that look like ice. The chariot looks like it's made out of ice and wood. It's really yeah. fucking cool, dude. Really well done. Cares. I think you can buy little like plastic icicles and shit like that from the store yeah but they're like bended around it's perfectly fucking molded so it's super super cool mm -hmm. i uh i also like the fact that he's making a kislev army when it, nobody else is motivated to do anything this bro's like fuck it i'm doing kislev which i don't give a shit <laughs> if well, it's destroyed whatever i'm just going forward it looks fucking insane it's super cool He's using Marauder horses to pull the chariot and a bro with one of those back feather things. I don't know what the fuck they're called, but I'll put a link up to it. Check this shit out mm -hmm. if you haven't already. It's on You Make Magic Bastards, but good. the Ice Queen's super cool. 
was yeah. trying to place that model. I think it's one of them from the one of the undead kits. She's just like laying on this platform <laughs> with this fucking. Yeah, I think look. it's the Mortis engine. Just yeah. the platform. It's almost oh, essentially nothing else. Her face it looks like she's given birth. She's got this really fucking horrible expression on her face. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But maybe she's casting an, a fucking ice spell that's the Dragonhide banner is going to stop. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Super cool, man. I wish I was feeling this kind of fucking motivation to do something right now. The metal work on these models is really, really fucking Yeah, the solid. great stars that turn out well. He's using those 40K, like the Vostroyans or whatever. Sure. Like the second Russian-themed yeah. Imperial Guard forces. <laughs> 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 Anyways, so yeah, let's fucking. What do you got for an army theme, Brada? Army theme. This one, this is one that I really wanted to do. I even have some of the models for it, and I'm kind of happy that um, I won't be doing it. But I'm actually incorporating some of the stuff into my chaos, and that was a. The title of the army is going to be the Tiger Prince of Ind. Yeah. So on the Warhammer map. Next to Cathay, there's Ind, which is, I'm um, assuming, just going to be like India. Yeah. So I was going to do like an Indian kind of themed army. Sure. So I've already talked about kind of incorporating that kind of stuff into my Warriors of Chaos. Well, that's because originally I was going to do like an Empire Ogre c- combo type army where uh, the Ogres in it would be really clean and um, nothing dirty about them. They'd have new equipment. Sure. They'd have nice, clean stuff. Um, I sculpted a bunch of turbines. It's really easy to make a turbine. <laughs> so I made a couple models already for it, just with the stuff that I had. But I never really wanted to take the full dive. So yeah. when I was thinking of an Empire Army, I was going to be doing it with these guys. So I was going to use a lot of high elf models, kind of like the archers. You know, they're like baggy pants and yeah, stuff like that. But they, w- I wouldn't use them as elf rules. They would just be Empire. And as actually, it wouldn't even really be like a medieval. Indian army, it'd be like the more, like the Indian sepoys, like the imperialist age of India. So I'd have like big units of hand gunners. Yeah. And then the cannons, those are going to kind of be like the centerpieces of the army. They'd be really huge. And I do lots of uh, like scratch green stuff work on them. Have you seen like old Indian cannons? They're like so. super elaborate and decorative yeah. and they're covered with. Uh, different glyphs and interesting like designs and stuff like that they're almost like pieces of art pound some magical glyphs on there (laughs) no they're like really you know kind of like hindu kind of muslim looking sure kind of like beads more like geometric kind of stuff you know like they're not actually pictures of stuff but like kind of like what you think of like muslim kind of art or it's just like maybe yeah that that kind of stuff um so i was going to do that and then uh for the tiger prints i was going to use demigriffs but instead of the bird head, the rest of their body is really cat-like. Yeah. So I was going to try to figure out how to get a cat head on them. Because <laughs> I bought up a bunch of saber tusks. Um, so first I was going to make just cavalry. Yeah. And they would be riding saber tusks or something like that. But then the, the demigriffs came out. So this is how long I've been thinking about this army, but never really taking the plunge on it. Um, so I don't know if maybe the lion heads would work like Mornfang i want to be tigers i don't want them to be lions Mornfang or cats so you just fucking uh, huge <laughs> those are just amorphous blobby creatures <laughs> with that, amorphous blobby riders yeah they're just just giant gelatinous tumors <laughs> being ridden by ogres um so i don't know if the saber tusk heads would look big enough positioned over that barding 
essentially all I have to do is find a cat head that you liked and was big enough and you can put it on there. Yeah. Um, so I might still do that for the skull crushers. Okay. Uh, for the chaos stuff. Um, so I'll be incorporating some of these elements. I was thinking like a like a white color scheme, mostly white, and then they'd have the all these ribbons that would be blue and purple and orange and really vibrant colored. Okay. And then they'd have like lots of little gems and stuff like that. So even like the ogres would be totally bedecked with like just belts of gems and stuff like that, kind of, <laughs> uh, you know, kind of like over the top. Yeah. Maybe like stereotypical wealth. kind of wealth kind of thing. Yeah. So. Sadly, I won't be doing that, uh, <laughs> Empire Army, just because if there was an end, it's been destroyed now in the end times, <laughs> so it would be kind of weird just to do a whole army themed off that. Um, plus, you know, with the Raj thing and the the warriors, I can kind of scratch that itch that I've wanted to do, so I'm going to be adding, yeah. like, gems and stuff to my Chaos Warriors. I'm going to do, be doing, like, a nice clean color schemes. Um, not dirty, like gross, nurgly stuff, like the opposite of butcher. Yeah, <laughs> um, and I'm, I'm actually I'm thinking about making them white too, yeah. with like white armor and stuff like that. Mm. So they they could look pretty pretty interesting. I'm gonna have to figure out what I want to do, uh, but that's the kind of uh, army theme that sadly will no longer be in the works. It was originally envisioned as okay. an empire army. But I wonder, is there a date for ninth? Get some fucking I think shit. it's in July. Ugh, Jesus. Something like that. I'm going to drag my feet until then. <laughs> yeah. Like the rest of the world, except for John Kerr. <laughs> yeah, he's fucking cruising, baby. Yeah. All right, let's fucking move on, buddy. What do we got? Sex toy. The bastard sex toy segment. A good old motherfucking strap-on dildo. <laughs> <laughs> hey, hey. I suggest all you boys out there fucking get up on Extreme Restraints or Adam and Eve or whatever. <laughs> Pick the size one that looks like it's going to fit in you. We should just go in and see if we can get like a referral. Yeah, we should. Yeah, we could. Okay. Anybody that orders from one of these, because Savage gets an Extreme Restraint kickback, I'm sure. But mm-hmm. get on there, fucking pick one up, and fucking strap it on your old lady and let her go to town on <laughs> <laughs> Nothing oh. like a little pegging session. Oh, are like we talking about like experience here, John? <laughs> <laughs> I won't confirm or deny <laughs> any such rumors. I just happened to be perusing extreme restraints. It was like, that looks interesting. <laughs> you could fulfill all your tranny fantasies with your old lady. Oh, nice. <laughs> I'll try and pull up a couple of good solid reference links for the fucking bar. Even, like, I'm not sure how it would look but she could even like she could just be like wearing it sometime and just totally surprise you like literally like a tranny trick yeah Yeah. just kind of wearing her like pants or towel or something and like just kind of teasing you or something and then she fucking drops it there's a big rubber dick and you start fucking sucking on it (laughs) you be gay it's not gay though it's nothing gay about it no so if you're concerned about that but it's just a piece concerned. of plastic, man. Yeah, or rubber. <laughs> Get pegged. That's my advice, boys. <laughs> oh, all right. All right. Do, is there, do you have a link to a particular one you you enjoy? Uh, well, there's a there's a couple I was looking at, so I'll just pick one. Okay. I'll probably pick the one with the best picture in the ad. <laughs> in all honesty. <laughs> all right. Uh. Raj's motherfucking cheap ass segment. Hidden hobby dollars, John. Motherfucker. What do you Hidden <laughs> hobby cheap, cheap dollars segment. Hidden, hidden hobby dollars, John. <laughs> this one. Okay, so 
up on the blog, for those that have been following it, I posted a little article about how to make the Gifts of Chaos cards for the campaign. <laughs> yeah. Like where I got the cards and what inserts I used to make them all. And you can easily use that resource to make your own uh, spell cards. Yeah. Instead of the GW ones, I don't know how much they cost now. Probably but even bucks, I guess. Yeah, 15 or 20 bucks. And then they always sell out of them right away for certain ones. Yeah. So I just uh, made up some Laura Shadow ones. It took about 15 minutes if you want to make blank ones. You just print it out of your printer, just put it in the fucking in sleet or the, yeah, the, the sleeve with the little card in there to give it some thickness and boom, you're fucking done. It's fucking cheap as hell. You could probably, uh, for about $26, you can make 500 spell cards. <laughs> <laughs> so this will last you a long time. The rest of your life. <laughs> yeah. You have a lifetime supply of spell cards and, uh, it's kind of fun just having these cards because then you can just do whatever the fuck you want with them. Yeah. Uh, so I made up some shadow ones. I even went back. I looked online to get the little symbol for the Laura Shadow. Mm. Kind of did some sweet fades <laughs> and uh, designed the cards. That's about yeah. So that took about forty-five minutes, and then I just had all these cards. And if I ever need more, I can just print them out. Yeah. If I ever switch Laura's, I can just make them. So maybe you can just post a link to your cards on the forum, and people can just print them out. No, those ones won't work because uh. in the spell deck. The, it doesn't have any verbiage about the boosted version. The boosted spells are on separate cards oh, from I see. the regular ones. All right. Um, that's why I'm specifically not mentioning it. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Uh, but, yeah, definitely, if you just get those cards, Consider you could even some... just split them with your friends. Yeah. Each of you would have 100 spell cards for, like, five bucks. And you could just make them and print them out whatever you need idea. them. Come yeah. night. I feel like I'll be taking this route. Yeah, I can even... I'm fucking... Just give you a bunch. Everybody chipped in. Yeah. I'll give you like 20 or 50 of them you can mess around with. <laughs> All right. um, I have a ton of fucking card sleeves for my Magic the Gathering collection, which is yeah, been growing. I don't know if, if those are the exact same size. The yeah. best deal on blank cards is off Amazon. You get like 500 for 13 bucks. But, but the, you they're sleeves, right? No, the actual cards, oh, okay. like sure. the card inserts. Yeah. You know, so you could actually just write on the card, too, if you wanted. Yeah. But I always print it out and just slide like it in there. Yeah. And then, but they're like dominion size cards. They're like Euro, okay. the Euro card size. So you have to get Euro sleeves mm. through Mayday Games. <laughs> was the only place that I found. Okay. Because you can, you can actually be really nerdy and get, like, sleeves for all your Dominion cards and stuff like that if you want to. Nice. So I don't know if Magic the Gathering are the same size. I think yeah, they're a little bit bigger, you know, just kind of standard cards. Sure. So these are a little thinner. Okay. I mean, you can get those full-size ones, but it's... American Standard, which is a little bigger in Yeah, you probably size. get, like, 50 of them for, like, 6 or 10 bucks or something. Yeah. So right. it's still... Well, it's still way pretty you cheap. Go, I mean, yeah, you can, you can just print cards in a different for the, size. Yeah, yeah, for the campaign, I just needed like hundreds of cards. Yeah. So that that's the best deal that I found looking around there. So okay, yeah, I'll fucking hook you up. I'll probably give give the rest of the HPBs to hook up too. Yeah, it's kind of stupid. It's not likely you're ever going to use well, them. Well, these the spell cards too are really huge, which bothered me for some reason. <laughs> like, I agree, cause they're taking up a big chunk of space yeah, in my dice bag. You can even put like additional information on there. Um, like how many dice to use on average or something like that. Yeah. I mean, you can just do whatever the hell you want. Okay. Uh, but the cards, yeah. Hidden Hobby Dollars. I'm done with these GW cards. <laughs> All right. 
Let's fucking finish it off. Question of the month. Let's keep it going. I want to hear a little bit more about the campaigns. Let's do that one more time. Okay. Um, more motherfucking campaign info, please. Did you finish your campaign? Was it fun? That's it. That's all you got? <laughs> That's all I need. I mean, you can give more additional information. would be nice. Um, I want to hear actually what worked yeah. in, in campaigns, maybe. What kept people So far, <laughs> I haven't heard from anyone who actually finished a campaign. Maybe the Black Sun Boys will be the first. <laughs> if you have a whole podcast and blog behind it. Maybe. I don't know. The cards thing seemed to be working well because... Actually, just playing Warhammer in a campaign isn't enough to keep people playing in the campaign because it's just not having the map just isn't that fun. So you need like an extra level. Right. Well, the map's um, cool and it adds something to it, but it doesn't keep the motivation. Yeah. Going. I mean, we've especially yeah. when one motherfucker starts taking over a good chunk. Yeah. Of that ain't the, you. the runaway. Yeah. Um, yeah. With the card thing, I mean. That's just one thing. There's any number of ways you could run it. Uh, I'll be curious um, what other campaigns people play that work. But with the card, we've been playing along. Like people have been able to, like Butcher and Andrew have a shitload of buildings. Yeah. But it does At the end of the day, we're still playing like a hundred point games. Um, right. And you still your skill and everything else. Yeah. So um, we'll see as it goes on. Once people start getting more of the. Mi- the better magic items and stuff like that, I think that might make more of a difference than sure. being able to build different troops because you still have to be able to push them around <laughs> adequately. <laughs> well, at some point, I'm going to fall so far behind <laughs> that... Well, I'm kind of curious to see, too. All single soldiers are going to be if, getting ran over by fucking units of skull crushers and shit. Yeah, because I could... Well, even just at this little 50 points, Yeah, like a Chaos Warrior Frenzy with a Halberd is always going to kill... Two or three gores. Oh yeah. But if if you take a fifty point gore unit, that's like seven or eight or nine, depending yeah. how you equip them. Yeah. Like that warrior is probably not gonna kill them all. <laughs> like he still could, but if they if they kill him, that's it. Then he's done. Where they're gonna be steadfast against him. Um. So eventually, somewhere along the line, that'll balance out. Yeah. I think you're gonna be fine for a while. Yeah. Um. I just got another box of Chaos Warriors, so I better just start fucking building. <laughs> I really want Marauders, but remember when I bought like a hundred fucking yeah, what all Reaper, with that? all unique, all individual, awesome fucking Marauder use models? Mm-hmm. Well, then, I don't know, a year later I sold them all on eBay, <laughs> so I don't have them anymore, <laughs> and I don't want to use G-Dub fucking Marauders, and I'm pissed at myself, so I'm not going to go through all the trouble of collecting a hundred unique Marauders again. Uh- might look into getting I don't know what the scale is but like just historical like Vikings or Saxons or stuff like that I want something fantasy-esque man okay that's a real legend move (laughs) that's a real go with the historics a real tally man move I see doing that too well he's actually using historic models yeah Jerry's still using Warhammer models ah okay like he's got the real marauders everything like that but anyways we gotta fucking go dude all right let's fucking call her buddy we're gonna fucking well hold on first off click through our support page if you're gonna buy anything on ebay or amazon fucking click through let us wet these motherfucking beaks Mm-hmm. This beak's pretty fucking... Can you hear how dry this beak is on this microphone right now? <laughs> <laughs> Needs a little wetting. <laughs> and uh, also, any, if you if you want to pick up anything we talked about, click through the blog post for episode 122 show notes. Mm-hmm. And make sure you pick up that fucking strap on and let your old lady go to town on your ass. 
Let her go to ass. Let her go to town on your ass for a change. <laughs> It'll be a little nicer next time you're on top of her. <laughs> Anything else, buddy? Nah, I think that's about it. Pointhammered at gmail.com. At yeah. Pointhammered on Twitter. Hammered underscore Raj. That's my bees. So I'm done. Ball. We're going to go out with uh, some more Shaky Graves. Uh, this yeah. one's called Dearly Departed here. So, Suck my balls.
the metal. Testing. Can we test? So, a rigged ass uh, table. Yeah. Better. Some new shit. No touching the table, bro. 